Alright everybody, welcome to OnPod. I'm your host, Just JD. The same guy as always, because like the uh, coming of death, I am ever imposing and not changing. Anyway, today I'm joined by my friend uh, and fellow musical enthusiast from high school, Carson. So go ahead and introduce yourself, bud. What's up? I'm Carson. Like, like JD said, I am a musical enthusiast. In the sense that he likes musicals. The very, that very same sense, yes. Anything else? No. No, just musicals. That's it. Don't talk to me about anything else. Yeah, well, then you're going to hate the topic of this episode. Oh, God, what is it? But, uh, it's about Marvel versus DC. Oh. My least favorite of everything, because it's not a musical. Yeah. We should make it one. A Marvel DC musical? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. I can get down to that. Well, before we get into the topic, I wanted to start with some breaking news. OnlyFans isn't doing porn anymore, God. so that's crazy. I'm out of a job. I know, right? Me too. I'm broke. That was my next... After the EP, what was I going to do? Obviously OnlyFans. That's the only... It's... OnlyFans are nothing at this point. Exactly. OnlyFans are bust. Well, OnlyFans and bust. Got that right. That That's a really subtle joke, so hopefully everybody found that funny. I don't know. You were mentioning before this that you think it might have been like caused by Bella Thorne. That's what people are saying. But I don't think so. You've got to respect her for what she did. I mean, yeah, she duped everybody and stole who knows how much money back from OnlyFans. And she doesn't post nudes. Never been naked. And honestly, respect, you know? If you can manage to make a million dollars or however much she made... I don't... Jeffrey then, Bezos type money at this Yeah, point. Jeff Bezos type yeah. money. Enough to go into space in a penis rocket. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and, like, did you hear the thing about Bad Baby? Yeah, yeah, I saw that she made one, like, literally when the clock strike midnight on her 18th birthday. She made an OnlyFans yep. and made a million dollars. Yep. A million dollars. I got, I've only made one dollar off of my music. What is wrong with all of you down bad bastards? Come on. What are, what are you doing? Do you think it's weird that, like, people waited until she was 18 to do it? I, everybody I, bought it all at once? I mean, I respect them for waiting till she was 18. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little odd that, you know, they were over here just like, come on, five more minutes, let's go. <laughs> you know, like... <sighs> I think it's a little sus. It's a bit sus, but again... It's a little sus. You gotta respect it. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't care how you get the bag as long as you secure yeah. it, you know? I can't make money that way. I know, no way. I know that for sure. If I posted a bear picture of my asshole on OnlyFans, I would get arrested. Yes. Again. <laughs> anyway right. let's get into the main topic so me i'm a real big marvel fan not like not like you know the extreme marvel stands or whatever but like I, I like i like the marvel movies the mcu has been like one of my favorite things to do i haven't been keeping up with it too much recently just because i haven't been watching like loki and all that but uh you know it's been fun and carson over here I, I like the MCU, don't get me wrong. Everybody does. But but DC has just a special place in my heart. And I, I, just, I, don't, I don't really know how to explain it, to be quite honest, but I just think it's a little bit better. Just a little bit. And yeah, I can respect that, because DC has like its own strengths. You know? like one thing I've always thought, I thought DC has a, like a much stronger roster of characters than Marvel. Yeah, I think the... the the character development is much better in DC, at least in my opinion, because you see, 
like you see more into like their lives rather than I think you really do in like any of like the Avengers movies or anything. Like they just kind of scratch the surface. But like a DC, you get like you know everyone's making all the like the origin story movies now. Like you know we had Joker and like the Black Widow one. You know all that stuff. Like you know where you get a peek at their lives. But I think it DC does a better job of going like in depth and showing you why they became this person. Yeah, I mean, I gotta agree with you on that one, because, um, like, there, there are obviously the big parallels between, like, Batman and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are an incredibly similar character, yeah. but I think Batman is just so much more interesting, because Tony Stark is just, like, a dude who's yeah. rich, and he's a bit of an arrogant asshole. Batman he... is, like, a dude who trained to be powerful, yeah. and who trained to be able to be this, like, intense killer that never kills, mm-hmm. and he has that kind of, like... That whole arc where he just refuses to kill people because he doesn't want to be a monster. Until, you know, the times whenever he does kill someone. I, I think we gotta give it to the casting directors of all these movies. Like, like for both, for, for all, you know, both um, both franchises. That they've, they've done such a good job of giving us actors that everyone loves. Yeah. Like, I seriously, I don't think there's really one person in the world that criticizes Tony Stark. Uh, or Chris criticizes Robert Downey Jr. for playing Tony Stark. Oh yeah, because I you think know, yeah. I think one of the big reasons that Robert Downey Jr. does such a good job playing Tony Stark is that like the character Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. they're really similar. Yeah. Like Robert Downey's real life is really similar to Tony Stark. Obviously, he's not like this genius uh, millionaire or whatever, but you know he's got a lot of like the whole fall from grace sort of mm-hmm. thing and all that kind of stuff going on. Uh, so they did a good job casting, but I don't know. I still just think, and again, you know, Iron Man and Batman, they're not like a super fair comparison, but there are just the overlaps that they have. Yeah. So you can kind of see where they're kind of like related character wise, but I just think DC does a better doing that. And even whenever DC brings in like characters, they're just so much like cooler than Marvel. They characters. are, they are cooler. I mean, in DC, they... you have like the flash, which I'm a, I love the Flash. Not not the CW show. No, not But I like CW. the Flash as a character. Yes. And then you have like, you know, of course Superman and Wonder Woman, Batman, John Constantine, my my man. Love John Constantine. That's your, a, that's your boy? He's a straight up badass. <laughs> Can't wait. And then apparently now Lucifer, like the T like Lucifer from the T V show Lucifer yeah. is now canon in the D C or at least on the CW. Should but, we should we be taking our information from the CW? True, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> CW is a little bit of a crapshoot. I just they're I, they're one dark spot. Yeah, but I mean, and plus one thing that I think Marvel has over DC is they have a much better like extended universe. You know. Yes, they do. I th- and I think that goes back to their you know partnership with Disney or like D- Disney owning them and everything like that whole thing. Like it just they've got such a hand in every single thing yeah. so they can bring in basically anything they want and it makes sense within the MCU. I mean, look at stuff like the Spider-Verse and being yeah. able to like get the be able to have Spider-Man in their movies, mm-hmm. like have the Spider-Man be part of the MCU. Um that they wouldn't be able to do that without Disney's like all-encompassing power and monopoly oh, yes. over the industry. Well, and like Space Jam 2 tried to do, you know, cuz Warner Brothers owns DC. And so, I don't know if you saw Space Jam. I have not watched it yet. I didn't watch the first one, I didn't watch the second one, because well, I've heard I bad can, things about both. Well, I can tell... Well, <laughs> let's just say um, Michael Jordan and LeBron James are great basketball players. Acting-wise, leaves a bit to be desired. 
Big Chungus made an appearance. Oh, did you see what? that? Yeah, no. Big Chungus makes an yeah. You, Big Chungus makes an appearance. He does. Oh God! But they they also bring in a bunch of like like DC and like Warner Brother characters to do like something without like spoiling you know anything. But like they bring them in, and so kind of like what they did, you know, like what Disney does with um with Marvel, they can bring in anything. Yeah. They tried to do it, and it's like, I mean, it's it's cool, but they don't have that level of just you know things at their disposal. And then I also think a really big thing is that Marvel has the capital to, like, really invest money oh, God, into, like, yes. yo, let's get some writers here that can come up with this massive, like, fa- like multi-phase idea of how to mm-hmm. bring everything together. Because that's one of the huge things that they have, like, you know, phase one, two, three. Yeah. I think we're actually in phase four right now with the MCU, which is really cool, which I think is going to deal a lot more with the whole multiverse and everything. Yeah. Well, see, sometimes I think, like, this is the way I am with, like, a lot of movie franchises, like Fast and Furious, they should have... They should have stopped that. Oh, yeah. But they're not going to stop because they're making money. And that's what I have started to see. I love the original Marvel movies. Like, the like you know, like, you know, the first Iron Man, the first Captain America, you know, like that sort of stuff, the first Avengers, like, you know, and then a little bit on. But now it just seems like they're doing it for the sake of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like to serve the plot. Yeah, like they're just, they're, they're, yeah, like, like, and, and again, they're good. Like they keep, they're, they're still good. But it's just, I gotta wonder how far can they go until it just turns into complete crap. Because I thought, I honestly thought that, like, Infinity War and Endgame, I thought that was the perfect ending to the whole thing. Yeah, you just, get to see that massive, you get to see everyone get together and mm-hmm. just absolutely kick the shit like, out how of Like, how do you go higher from that? <laughs> how, how do you go more than that? Like, it, it that, in every cinematic way possible, that is an ending. That yeah. is the ending. It's end game for God's sake. I mean, and then you know what's gonna come next. I mean, it's cool. I like how they're tackling like what happened during the blip and the snap and all that. I really like how they're starting to focus more on that. Yeah. And explaining like what it was like those five years that everybody was gone. I think Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I haven't watched all the way through yet, so I could be missing things. But from everything I've heard about it, that it whenever it covers that, it it did like it was cool in concept of what it was trying to do. But it just didn't have a good execution, yeah. which kind of like made it fall flat, which is kind of like, you know, sucks. Because I think that was a really interesting concept is to tackle, you know, what is it like with the, what, like, what, what what would happen to society whenever half the, half the, like, of society is just gone in an instant. And then all of a sudden, five years later, they pop back up. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do then? And I, I will say, I like the, I like the spinoff series. Like, the series that they're making, you know, WandaVision, I like that. I like that direction. Loki, I, I like that direction they're taking because I just feel like more of these big budget box office movies, it's just going to keep getting so much that it's just going to be oversaturated that they're just going to have to like, well, we got to find something else to do. Let's um bring in this character. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're going to run out of stuff. So I think focusing on like smaller bits of characters. What's already established. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then focusing on certain characters here, certain characters there, I think is a good move for them. Cause it, and then it gives you also, you know, in this world of, you know, we don't go to the movies anymore. I don't yeah. think we're, I don't, I really honestly don't think people are ever going to really go back to the movies. I think theaters are going to come to a close and it's all yep. going to switch over to HBO Max. Yep. That's how I watched Mortal Kombat and I loved it. That's yeah. actually why I bought an HBO Max subscription and I'm probably going to watch Reminiscence tonight. Yeah. Because that looks really cool. Like, like um, Godzilla vs. Kong. You yeah. Know? They... People watch that on HBO Max, not... So much better. Yeah. 
Or like even with trolls, how they how you pay mm-hmm. like ten bucks on Amazon, you can watch it whenever you want for two days. Yeah, well, and like you were saying, like reminiscent, like I can you can watch that till like what September like nineteenth or something. Yeah, and it's in theaters right now. Like, let's be honest, am I gonna like if I really wanted to see a movie, I would go to the movie theater. Like honest, like if I was like, oh, I'm so excited. If it was like only in the movie theater, yes. it was a really really good movie, then I would watch it. But if I can have a couple couple guys over. You know, watch watch a movie that we all wanted to see at my home on my couch on my big screen television. I can control the volume. We can order whatever we want. You know, food wise. You know, I'm probably gonna choose that if I'm honest. Oh yeah, no, I agree, and because that's just the alpha way to like experience. Like, yeah, that's just the best way to experience yeah. a movie. And I mean, there's something to be said about going to a theater, but like, I think people who are so like hard about the idea of theaters are just people who have never who have never lived without one yeah and it's kind of like okay man like that's cool but do you really want to sit in a room with a bunch of strangers that you've never met before while people are on their phones or they're texting or they're whispering or they're talking there's a crying child there's a crying getting spanked child. in the hall you know it's and then you know you have to sit there through the entire movie because you drank a large icy and you have to pee and you have to sit through the entire movie because you can't pause it and go to the bathroom you have to just sit there and suffer which is what i did during the entirety of uh infinity war i think (laughs) i watched it at three in the morning because all the tickets were sold out and then i drank a drink and i had to pee throughout the entire two-hour movie and it was miserable it was miserable until like five in the morning i finally was able to go to the bathroom and then i was like oh god I feel like I just dropped a 20-pound weight after holding it for two hours. There is something cathartic about going to the movies, but... For the experience, but it's also just so expensive, too. Yeah, like, God, Jesus. And then if you can't find the seat you want or you can't get the right Mm -hmm. positioning or if all the tickets are sold out and you're forced to watch it at 3 in the morning because you don't want to get spoiled at school. There are so many possibilities that can make make the movie theater experience terrible when... You could just sit at home, watch it on your own time, pause it, turn it up, whatever, rewind, whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's just, it's easier. And so that, and that's why I think these spinoff shows, you know, that come straight to HBO Max, Hulu, you know, whatever, they're, they're the way to go. Yeah, because I mean, you get to watch and you don't have to just sit down and watch the entire thing. You don't even have to wait. You can just... You can just wait for a couple weeks until like everything is available, the entire season is available, yeah. and then just watch the entire season. Or you watch it every Friday. Yeah. And you just get to do it at home. Or like again, if you have like maybe uh, an hour to spare before you have to go to work, you can sit down and watch an episode of Loki and then go straight to work. Yeah. Whereas if you wanted to go like catch a movie or something, you would have to you have to block you out have, you an have entire to block out yeah. hours of mm-hmm. your day just to prepare and go to the movies. Oh, and that and that's that's the thing, you know, it's People don't want that anymore. They want fast. They want it when they want it on their own time. Yeah. And I or think, like, yeah. If if a friend, uh, if like your friend gets called into work or something before you're gonna go to the movies, you can just be like, okay, that's cool. Well, I'll just watch it without you, rather than you know having to worry about, oh, well, now I have an extra ticket that I paid mm-hmm. for, and I don't know, I have to fill it or give it to somebody or do yeah. something with it because it's just gonna go to waste. It avoids that too, and I mean, yeah, that's what I think is really good about the on-demand shows that you're talking about, like with Loki and everything, going straight. Well, because there ain't, let's be honest here, there is not shit on cable anymore. Oh my god, cable's horrible. We've got the CW, that's about it. The CW, and then 
Maybe FX, but if FX. you have Hulu, if you have Hulu, FX I, is I can, useless. I can watch It's Always Sunny anytime I want. My favorite sitcom. Yes. The best sitcom ever. The is best. It's Always Sunny. Like, I can watch that anytime I want. I don't need cable. I, we don't have cable in my house. I've been trying to get my family to delete their, to get rid of our cable for the longest time because there's no point to it. I mean, even if you want to keep it for, like, sports or whatever... Just click at ESPN. Yeah, and they show everything. Or go on YouTube and live stream it, which you can do on a smart TV. Yep. So, I don't know, but it's just weird. But back to our topic of, like, Marvel being... Marvel versus DC is, like, yeah, I think they're doing better things with their TV shows. Because, I mean, look, let's just address the elephant in the room right now. I was going to wait a little bit, but... I really wanna. I really wanna just tear into this because I'm salivating. Do it. The CW, the Arrowverse, A one content right there. A one. I have to agree. <laughs> it's only the best. The I Flash, can't debate about it. <laughs> the most incompetent superhero to ever exist. Like, and then of course you know I, I honestly I liked the Flash like I liked. I have that dumb, dumb movie watcher brain because, like, the lizard brain in me is like, yes, I will get to watch him speed around and get his ass kicked and there's, like, punches and everything. Yeah. So it, it grabs my attention because of all the bright colors. But it's like, okay, whenever I start to look at the show critically, it's kind of like, wow, this show is, like, kind of shit. Yeah, it's like, what, um, what channel had Gotham on it? Hmm. I actually don't know. Was that straight to streaming, or was that... Because I, I thought it was on cable for a little bit. I think it was, because I know that... Well, I've never seen Gotham, but, like, I know it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. It's not a Netflix original, I know no. that. It was on a It was on a show before that. I think Honestly, I want to say it was on the CW, but... Maybe. I might I might be wrong about that. I will that. say, if, they, if it was on the CW, that's the one thing CW did right. See, I think, like... I think they got the shows pretty good in the start. Like, I think the start of The Flash was good, like, the mm-hmm. first two, maybe three seasons. I think the first two, one or two seasons of Arrow were really good. Same with Supergirl. I actually really like Supergirl, parts of it. Yeah. Like, towards the beginning. Legends of Tomorrow, I thought that was a really good show in, like, the first season, because I thought it was cool. It was a cool concept to take over. Mm-hmm. But as they went on, they just got worse and worse. That's what... Every, every, everything's guilty of it not knowing when to quit and then they just ruin things but and that's what really gets me about marvel is that it it seems like they just don't know when to quit sometimes yeah you know and that's what's and yeah like like you said i mean that's a real big issue and that's what i worry is going to happen to the mcu because yeah. i mean how do you come back after infinity war and that whole saga i mean you set the bar so high what do you have to do to get better than that what's the next big bad What's gonna happen? And and if they and if they find a way to pull it off, amazing, a- amazing, yeah, more power to them. I will leave the theater with a wet spot in my pants. Yes, <laughs> I mean I usually do that, but you know it'll be wetter this time. Exactly. Yeah, there'll be more. We might be going to different kind of theaters though. If you know what I'm saying. Ooh. Yeah. We might we might be thinking about different things. Yeah. But hey hey you know it works either way. Yeah. Either way you know you sit down you watch a movie with a bunch of strangers just you get a little wet. It one 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 movie theater might be a little more awkward than yeah. another. Especially if you end up in the wrong one. You were trying to go to the other one and then you end up in the one that's like Infinity oh, okay. War and you're like well I'm here. Well now I have to watch Infinity War. This isn't what I was prepared for but it's what I got so. But yeah like. 
I mean, that's one big thing is that if they can manage to pull off this like next phase coming up, it'll be cool. Like yeah. I think what they're trying to do, I know they're I know they're talking about like bringing all the Spider Men like Andrew Garfield and the other ones from like yeah. the original. I would Spider-Man love to see that. They're they're talking about doing that in the next Spider Man movie. This, this is a hot take, but um, oh god, I'm blanking on his name. The Toby guy McGuire? before Toby Maguire, yes. I think he, I'm gonna say it, is the best Spider Man. See, I've never seen the Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield movies. I just never sat down and watched them, mainly because I didn't know they existed and had no way to watch them. <laughs> but now I kind of want to, especially if it's like being rumored that they're gonna be in the new yeah. Spider Man movie. I want to like know. Yeah, like I get he doesn't he didn't look like a teenager then. Yeah. You know, and you're supposed to be a teenager. Like I get it, but. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I'm a sucker for the original ones, you know? Yeah. I can see where you're coming. I mean, I know, like, the Spider-Man movie, like, the earlier ones, they're, like, really, really highly regarded as, like, some of the best. I know that there's, like, a real big divide between if people like the new Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Yeah. Or if they like the other ones more. I mean, I, I, I like Tom he, Holland. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. Yeah. I, I like, I like Tobey Maguire a little bit better. You know, I, I, get you. Yeah, I really yeah. like Tom Holland. I think he puts the whole thing, like, real good into perspective, because... I mean, he basically is, like... I think kid. he's good for the direction they're taking right now. Yeah. I think he's good with his movies and the all of the Avenger movies that he's been in so far. Because it is kind of like he's coming into his powers or whatever. Yeah, he's like, yeah. They, they've done a good job with that. I didn't... I didn't understand the, like, Into the Spider-Verse. I didn't understand that. I think... Well, I think they're actually trying to bring into the Spider Verse into like the MCU. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I that, think yeah, because like we have a new Spider Man that we've been that's introduced, and now all of a sudden in this animated movie, is it is that the point that like there's multiple Spider Men? Yeah, because that's the whole point of the movie is that it's just this massive universe of just different Spider Men. Okay. That all exist, and it just focuses on them. And I know the main Spider Man that was featured in there that wasn't Miles Morales. Um, I know he was like a he was supposed to be the quintessential Spider Man. Like he had aspects of every single Spider Man that mm-hmm. is, that existed in the world. Yeah. Like media wise, that was supposed to be him. Was that Peter Parker that mentored Miles? But um, I know like I just I'm not sure where they're gonna go with Spider Verse after this. I know they're making a second movie, mm-hmm. so I assume they'll just follow up the plot or whatever. But I don't know if they're actually going to bring that into the MCU. Because I just don't know how they would do it. Especially because oh, yeah. of the different animated styles. It's I don't know what they would do. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll definitely be interesting. Oh, yeah. For sure. It'll be amazing. But it'll be it'll be like cool to see. Because yeah. I think Into the Spider-Verse is one of like the best movies that I've ever seen. It is up there. It was amazing. The art style. The music. I just thought it was a good movie. Let's talk about villains. Villains? Ooh. See, I'm not super well versed in the villains of either side. But I mean, you know of yeah, them. Yeah, I know. You of know them. of them, of course. How, how do you feel about the villains in the MCU? In the MCU, so far, I mean, I think they're okay. Like, I don't ever really feel too connected to them. Like, I don't ever, I don't feel like they ever do enough with them. As, and I think the prime example of this is Mysterio. I think Mysterio is the prime example of this. In the new Spider-Man movie, he was like cool i guess but he wasn't really a villain and he didn't really feel like it just felt like a weird cop-out right because mysterio he's just this you know really cool iconic spider-man figure and it's just a guy with holograms they so i think they just have a habit of like 
not bringing the um the villains enough. Yeah, that that's one thing I will say about Marvel that DC does much better. I think is connects us to the villains, gives yeah. us a legit villain that you you either hate him, you love him, or you hate that you love him. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's love to hate, hate yeah. to love, whatever. Like I think I think they do a really good job of giving us that. Because you have like characters like Joker that mm-hmm. are just amazing. And just every time that they've been done, except for um, in Suicide Squad. Yeah. But the Joker is usually always a really good character to just have in a DC show. And like, but I think with Marvel, it's just sometimes they just feel, with the exception being Thanos, I think he was a really good villain. Yes. He was a really, really well-made villain. I got connected to him. I felt mm-hmm. like connected to him. I also really like... um. The, the blue alien guy that raised Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, God, what's his name? Yondu. Yes. Yondu. Yes. I liked him as a villain because he wasn't really a villain, but he still was. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Venom. That's always a good mm-hmm. one. Oh, That's yeah. always a good villain. I I wish they... It just depends. I wish they brought the X-Men more into the MCU. Because I... That's what they're trying to do right now. I wish they would because I really like the X-Men. Because I, I know liked Marvel, all of the X-Men movies. I know Marvel just acquired the X Men. Yeah. So now they own that franchise, so they're able to. And I wish they, you know, kind of bump yeah. it in a little bit. And another good villain in Marvel was Wilson Fisk from like the Daredevil show. I thought he was really good. So it just it's a hit or a miss for them. For the most part, I gotta agree with you. I think DC has better villains. Well, see, and and that's why that's one of the reasons I like DC a little bit better is because I I prefer grittier, you know little bit more like just nasty bloody movies you know what i'm saying like that's just that's just what i like you ever seen titans i have not Ooh, do you have hbo i do you need to watch titans i'll watch titans it's it's well it's got the teen titans of course yeah and but it's like a darker and more grittier take on everything. okay see like that, people are dying and they're like yeah brains being operated on it's, see it's that cool. then that's what i like and that's what what really i think really drew me to um, DC was the Christopher Nolan um, Batman movies. The the tr- the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I've been working on watching that right now. Yeah, I'm like I I think that is what really sealed it for me, because you know I you know I see the Marvel movies from that time and it's you know sure they're you know they're they're good they're good but I I, I just see you know Christian Bale and um you know I I, I just think. That's just this. I don't know. It's the style of movie that DC usually produces is a little bit more what I like. And see, that's the thing is like I feel like Marvel's always been marketed a little bit more towards kids. Yeah, and you can tell that it's got that kind of like filter on it mm-hmm. where they're trying to be a little bit more friendly. Oh, I mean, and it's trying to be a little nicer. It's Disney. DC doesn't. Yeah, but I mean, they did give us Deadpool, which yeah, I they was gave us Deadpool. Very surprised by. I'm surprised they actually did it, and it was. As like raunchy as it was, yeah. And I, I thought Deadpool it. went off good. Um, I want to see an R-rated Ghost Rider movie. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That'd be good. Ghost Rider would be a is a is a really fun superhero, or I guess anti hero. Yeah, I would love to see that, but I don't know if we we'll ever get that because I think Deadpool was like a real yeah. They're they're one in a lifetime. Sort yeah, of thing. they're definitely gonna just kind of push that. Because I mean, I think that is like one of the big issues that you do have that kind of like. And one thing that I think DC does really well is that sometimes you don't always get that nice little ending that you want, you know? Yeah, it's, The guy doesn't always get the girl. The, it, it, I know the there heroes are, don't always survive. Yeah. I know it's not real life 
quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, yeah. you know, Superman flies through the air for God's sake. Wonder Woman's got a golden, you know, lasso. Like it's not real life, but I, I like how it gives you just, yeah, like you just said, it's, it's not a fairy tale ending. Everything kind of works out, you know, but it's no, realistic. It, it's realistic. You know, you've got these two characters that are complete opposites. They hate each other. They both, they both want different things. One of them's going to come out on top. You don't really know which. And, yeah, you need to see... I also really like how you get to see the darker stuff. Like, whenever yes. you watch the Joker movie, mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies that I, like, saw, and I think it came out in, like, 2020 or 2019? I think it was 2020. Well, no. Probably I 20. Know. I can't... Ever since the pandemic, yeah, all dude. the time runs together. Well, and, like, honestly, I'll, like, look back and I'm like, this, this came out when? Like, how long has this been out? But, yeah, and back to the original topic yeah. of, like... The villains is, I think that's just another thing that DC gets good is that they're yeah. just so much darker. Like, mm-hmm. they're willing to go places that Marvel just can't because they're too brand friendly or too yeah. conscious. Well, and that, and I think that's one of the problems with Disney owning them. You know, it's yeah. sure they, every now and then they give us Deadpool, you know, something like that. They, you know, they gave us the Punisher, but that was before Disney, wasn't it? Yeah, Punisher was before Disney. Yeah, which it, and Punisher, the Punisher never really got as much praise as I thought it should have gotten. Because I loved the Punisher. I thought it was okay. I wasn't a big fan. I loved it. I'm not a big fan of his character. I think it was just kind of like, yo, I'm a man. I got shot in the head. I'm going to kill everybody. I was a mercenary. Give me my family back. You know. I was a mercenary. Uh. And that was kind of it. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's cool and all. I like the gore and everything. I like the, <laughs> the fighting and everything. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, ah, whatever. It's and again, there, There's things in, in both franchises for, for everyone, really. You know? Like, they... Marvel gives us things every now and then that, you know, a DC fan can love. You know, like Deadpool. I, when I saw Deadpool, it made me think of, like, something that DC would put out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, rather than Marvel, because that, you know, that was kind of new territory for Marvel. And it, it, it definitely paid off. Oh, yeah. It no, definitely paid great. off. There people, I wasn't a big fan of the second one. It was okay. Yeah. I, it was okay. I think they realized, they were like, I think they probably were like, we knocked it out of the water with the first one. We kind of got to dial it back a little bit. Maybe because I'm sure they got some criticism for the first one. Just being, yeah. you know, by, like, some people. By, like, the fact that it was a Disney thing. Yeah. That well, and, that's, and that's, the, that's the weird thing, is that Disney owns Fox. Fox gives us Family Guy. Yeah. Family Guy's pretty pretty rough sometimes. Yeah, Family you know? Guy's pretty rough. And then, of course... But Disney owns... It. Yeah, and then Fox also has The Simpsons, which yeah. is also pretty rough. Yeah, like, so why can't we get these things more than like once every 10 years and then what also worries me is that like disney's gonna nut up and be like oh well now i'm kind of afraid of how unbrand friendly these yeah shows are yeah i need to mitigate them which well, is only something i yeah. always worry about well and they gotta realize their fan base is getting older yeah their fan you know the fan base has been getting older but the fan base really now that started with like you know when like we were young was like when the you know the first cat or the first iron man came out yeah you know that was the first like big really marvel movie marvel superhero movie you know and so you know we grew up with that and then now here we are you know 18 19 years old we you know we want a little bit of and a little bit of gore you know give us a give us some some tight leggings here and there like come on and see the thing with like disney that they have to realize is that like yeah i mean you're right there is a like this really big surplus of young viewers who are going to always gravitate towards disney because it's disney like it just is but they also have to keep like 
truthful to the younger or the older audience because i mean yeah you know it's cool and all and you i'm not saying that they have to make every single oh no yeah no 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 but they need to give us something yeah like they need to take a they need to take a direction that shows hey we're a little bit more mature or at least we can be more mature yeah they can do you can have two sides like everybody has two sides you know there's not there's not one person in the world that you know at work is you know super calm tame you know chilling and then at home is the exact same way, like when they're with their friends, the exact same. No, oh, no you way. let loose a little bit. That's all we're asking. Just, yeah, just let just let it loose a little bit. You know, just give us an inch. Yeah, just give us a little inch. Give us something where we can get kind of like oh, like how um Titans. Uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but it's an HBO Max original, um, and it's it's really really good because HBO Max has a bunch of DC stuff on yeah. it, which I love. So. Let me just stand HBO Max real quick. HBO Max, thank you. Great. But uh, Titans, it, it takes that kind of story of, you know, the Teen Titans, and it makes it darker. It, it explores more, like, different aspects. And that's all I'm saying. Or, like, something like how they're trying to remaster older Disney movies, stuff like Beauty and the Beast yeah. or Aladdin. Take that and go into a different direction. Go into a different direction with it. Show Aladdin being a mercenary show him being like a hood rat mercenary yeah like you know like he, show he, that side he of lives him. on the streets he had to do some rough things he's had to do some rough things he's probably yeah. done rough things I'm, yeah and i'm not saying ruin everyone's childhood exactly and, you know but again the fan base that grew up with this that made that like that type of movie big is older now we we can understand things a little bit better now you know what i'm saying we yeah. We, we know what real life is. Well, at least we think we do. But, you know, we for the most part, we have a pretty good outlook on life. That We know what's up. You know, so don't, don't, don't piss on my leg and call it rain, all right? Exactly. You know, like, come on. And, like, I mean, even then, you can tackle, like, like heavier topics. You yes. can tackle more heavier messages and with we, your shows. And you know Disney is going to love doing that. Yeah. You know, the company's going to love that, showing that they're, you know, they're, they're, they're bringing real life problems that you know are set in a fairy tale world to light though showing mm. that you know not 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 all these princesses are perfect you know and I, I think that's something that could really benefit people yeah is that you know like the animated ones they're all perfect everything's great you know like then, the flaws yeah then they gave us things like rapunzel and like you know tiana or um princess and the frog those were more like real real life you know well, not real life scenarios yeah. but like real characters real people real people, people with yeah. are fake characters with real emotions yes yes and i think that i think that's why princess and the frog is my favorite Disney i have princess not movie. seen it it's great it's set in louisiana you know it's i knew great. it was set in louisiana nolans <laughs> go tigers but that's something they can always explore, and then I yeah. think that would also help quell the fears of like you and I, where we're kind of worried. Oh, are they gonna are they gonna like whitewash these shows? Yeah, are they just gonna keep brand friendly. Yeah. Are they gonna not go places? Because I think that's what's gonna ultimately overshadow them by DC mm-hmm. is that they're not willing to do that. DC's not afraid to take it to the limit. No, and DC's not afraid. Disney has given us some things that are right up to the limit, but I think they gotta. They just don't want to go past yeah. it. And but. What I think that that the executives at you know Marvel and Disney are thinking is, sure they've created an MCU or you know a, a universe that everyone loves, you know like even if you hate it you love it, like it's given you 
so much. But it, they, and they know everyone loves it. And so they're, I think their idea is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, they're like let's keep giving what we've been given. It keeps making them billions. It keeps making billions. And, of course, I'm gonna go watch it. Every single time. I'm gonna watch it every single time. I'm gonna go, and the second they announce another Marvel movie in theaters or whatever, they announce, like, another big yeah. MCU I'm reserving my ticket. Going there right away. Yeah. Even if it's in a theater, which I don't want to go to yes, the theater, I'll I'm still I'm buying know. a ticket. But I want... I want to walk into the theater... I want to walk out of the theater thinking that, you know, it was just going to be another another Avengers movie. I want it to be... I want to come out surprised. I want to be... I want it to feel different. But again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, you know. Yeah. We'll see. And again, like, that just is going to be the downfall. One one segue I have for like another show I want to talk about is uh, the boys. Yeah, that is one of my favorite superhero shows of just all time because I think it tackles things in such an interesting way. Like it, it for those of you who don't know, the boys is basically it's based off of a comic book series, and it's basically you know superheroes are in the world, whatever they have powers, and it talks it it gives a realistic um, idea of like what superheroes existing would be like um it talks about how they're branded and how they work for like these big publishing companies or whatever advertisement companies they're celebrities they're celebrities it, it talks about them as being celebrities it does all that kind of stuff and it goes to like some really fucking dark places showing how these people basically see themselves as gods because they are yeah and they do whatever they want like they can run through a person obliterate them into a million pieces and then they don't have to deal with the effects of it because they're a superhero. Like, it's going to be covered up by their company. And what I think, just like we were talking about, that show goes somewhere that we haven't seen before. Really, really we see the, We see these, not almost stolen characters, but, you know, very similar superheroes to yeah. some of the ones we know and love. Like, let's be real. Homelander is basically Superman. Yes. Like, come on. We know that. And, like, we get to watch these characters so dark. I mean, you have... Spoiler alert, probably, for the boys, if you care about watching it. But, like, one of the real big things is, like, you get to see these superheroes and how broken they are. Like, Homelander, he has this weird, like, pseudo-affair with, like, someone in his company... Like one of his higher ups, or like advertise, or like his manager, or something, and he has like this weird, like mom and dad issue, this weird family thing. So he'll like drink her breast milk and shit, and like suck on her titty and all that, and it's just really, really weird. And that's how she's able to control him. Is she's like she just puts on a stern voice and is like, "What do you think you're doing?" Kind of like how a parent would talk to their kid when they fuck up, and then it just it, it brings him down. So you get to see these characters who are just super, super dark, and they do these horrible things. Like, they're not able to save a plane from falling, and they're not able to save a plane from, you know, crashing into an ocean, because they just can't. So, rather than admitting their defeat, they just destroy the plane and kill everybody on it. That way they don't have to admit that they failed. So it's just those kinds of things that it explores that I think it does a really good job of. And I'm not saying DC and Marvel should do this exact thing. No, no, no. Obviously, yeah. this is super specific to yeah. the boys. But that's the kind of direction we want to see in our movies. It, I mean, Invincible does the same thing. It goes somewhere that we haven't seen before. 
and sure, if people, if the the higher ups listen to this podcast, which I'm sure they do, <laughs> you know, they're gonna be like, ah, oh, well, then they start going in that direction. I'm sure, 10, 20 years down the line, people are gonna be saying the exact opposite of what we're saying right now. We need to go back to you know wholesome heroes. They're too dark. It's yeah, wholesome yeah. Enough. Whatever. It's the changing times. Whatever. But it's something we haven't seen from characters like that before. And I think that's something that is going to keep audiences interested. But I think it's going to bring more fans in. Whenever Hulk smashes a person. Yeah, we don't... Let's see some, let's see some like, let broken bone see or some injury. the brain on the concrete. Exactly. Just or, like, a peak. stain. You just don't have peak. to go crazy like the boys, where just, you have, like, splatter and everything. Yeah, just give me but a little... something. Give me something. And, like, I, I don't like the cop-out deaths, which is what I call them. Stuff like Tony Stark's death. Yeah. Where he snaps his fingers and he withers away and he dies. And there's, like, nothing really too much about it. And, like, it seems like any time there's a death in the Mar- in the MCU, it's not really, like, this huge, like, thing. It's just sort of, you don't get to see the blood. You don't get to see- They either die off screen or you never see their body or you don't see any of this stuff. You don't see the injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you don't ever see that. And, and, well, that's the thing, though. A lot of the Marvel superheroes aren't... Okay, like... Like Iron Man. He has the suit. That's what makes him super. And his money. Yeah. If he's without the suit, he's, you know, like, he's, he's got that, you know, he's got the shrapnel in his chest and everything, but that doesn't really give him power outside of the suit. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So he's still just kind of a... A normal guy. He's just a dude. He's a, he's flesh and blood outside of the suit. Same thing with Captain America. Sure, he's got strength. He's got you know, but he's still, still a, dude. a dude. He's just augmented. Or yeah, Ant Man. Same thing. The suit. You know, uh, Peter Parker. I mean, he. He's like, got like the stickiness. Yeah, and but whatever. he's still but he's still a, a human. You know what I'm saying? So all of yeah. So like you were saying, just the. Oh, they're dead now. They're gone. Yeah, they just sort of write them off. And yeah, like, it, pop out. And and honest, honestly, I think it's I think that's sad, you know, because then we've we've got these characters that we've, you know, people have loved for many years, and then they kind of get they kind of just kind of get screwed over with their death. And like, imagine this, right? That point in this is one of my this is one of my least favorite parts of I think it was in, of Endgame. Uh, this is one of my least favorite things that ever happened, is whenever Thor goes to Thanos and he chops his head off. I did not like that death. I did not like that entire scene. I hated it. It made me so angry because it didn't have any impact. Yeah. Like, and this is true for all of Endgame. It felt kind of like cobbled together and pushed together. Like there needed to be a second part to it. Like there needed to be Endgame part one and part two. Yeah. Like that kind of feels like how it should have been because there were like things that I wanted to see explored. But imagine an alternate scene to where Thor shows up, because that was a, that's a huge, huge moment for Thor's character. Yeah. Because he hasn't really killed anybody. He hasn't done that kind of. Th- he hasn't crossed that line into going into cold-blooded murder. And I can't remember any anyone he's killed, but I'm sure the people he has killed, he had a reason to self-defense or whatever. Yeah. There was a reason for it. This is the first time he's ever committed cold-blooded murder, and. He does it for a reason of, you know, I'm, I'm not going to miss this time. He walks right up to Thanos, and Thanos is just this dude. Like, that's it. He's not fighting. He doesn't have all these powers. He's injured, and he's hurt because of the uh, toll the, the stones took on him. And Thor just chops his head off. That's it. 
Like, he just straight up chops his head off. And, and yeah. I love that. I think it's perfect because he says, I didn't, I aim for the head this time. And then we get to see his decline and how he kind of falls off because yeah. he broke his oath or whatever. He did this, like, horrible, horrible atrocity. But <clears throat> imagine how powerful that scene would be if it cuts to Thanos, it cuts away. Thor, you hear Thor chop his head off, and then his head rolls onto the screen, and there's like blood coming out of yes, it. Yes, like that. Imagine is... how powerful that scene would now would then become. There's a time and a place for for gore and blood. You know, not in every movie, yeah. but in moments like that, it's important. It's yes, it's important. Sure, you know, there's the argument where kids watch this. There's gonna, you know, they're gonna get bad ideas in their head or whatever i don't believe that i mean yeah and even then just put a disclaimer on there yeah pg-13 gives you those kinds of yes parents should know what they're walking into i have my problems with the with like the esrb rating or any of those like ratings that they put on tv shows i have my issues with how those work but for the most part they're pretty accurate right if you go into a pg-13 movie you can expect to see this kind of thing yeah like not over and then it's on the parents to watch that yeah, kind of n- stuff yeah not attention. just extreme ultra violence where it's just you know blood everywhere it does not it's not quentin tarantino all right you know there's not literal like you know heads getting chopped off and then like hung from like the rafters and like yeah. they're there for like you know 20 minutes of the scene you know it's 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 just as simple as it rolls on for like literally like five seconds and then it goes away. And like then it, you get to see and then you can you know or if even if you don't want to do the whole head rolling on thing, have some blood splatter on his face. Yeah, like show have, us have something. Have people have some shock because they just watched literal God, who has done who has tried to live by a code or whatever Odin's code or whatever. He just committed murder. And no one else was gonna kill Thanos. No one else wanted to because yeah. he was just a bro. He did what he. Like, there was just no reason to. He wasn't a threat anymore. But Thor did it. Show some more, like, reaction from all that, too. Because, yeah, like, they well, just it, watched him commit murder. And it gives us more context to see, you know, Thor's reaction afterwards and his, mm-hmm. you know, how he feels afterwards. It gives us more development into his character and how that affected him. But as the audience, sure, okay, he chopped his head off. You know, we didn't really get to see much, yeah. so we don't really know how this is... I think that just goes back to giving us more ways to connect with the character. Exactly. We we saw it. We saw the blood. We saw the head. How do you think he feels now? Like, exactly. We feel weird because we're like, oh god, that's Thanos' head. And it gives you that, like, yuck factor of like, yeah. oh my god, he did this? And it it's kind of like how if you if you describe, like, the murder scene of a... Of, if you just if you describe a crime scene and you describe it in very good detail, you get an idea of it and you can think, oh, that's pretty gross. But then you walk onto that crime scene and you see, oh, this is really gross. Yeah, it, it's I, that kind of level. I, it's yeah, that kind of difference. I can tell you about something that you know something really gross and sad that happened. I then and you're like, oh man, that 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 sucks. I can show you a picture of it though, and that gets you feeling other feelings. It makes you feel different. Yes, you get a better sense of it. Sure, sure, you weren't there for it. You're not actually present for that. But it still makes you feel different. Yeah. And it has a stronger emotional Mm -hmm. reaction to it. Which is just... And I think shows like DC do that really well. Yeah. Shows within the DCEU do a really good job of doing that. Uh, And you have, like... You have shows like Batman where... Or you have, like, those kinds of, you know, those darker, grittier shows where 
you get to watch or like any any TV show ever where Batman kills somebody, it is always incredibly impactful. It yeah. is always one of the most impactful scenes because you get to watch someone who's never done cold blooded murder. You get to watch them. He's smoke. fighting against. He's actively cold, fighting yeah. against that. But this is what he has right. to do. And again, you're seeing it. You know the character. Now you're thinking, hmm, how does he feel? I saw it. How do, I, I know how I feel. How does he feel? Exactly. And you get to explore that more. And that's one of the things I think DC just does so much better. And that's why I think they're going to have that. And I, I, that's why I think they're just going to always have the leg up over Marvel. In certain aspects. In, in certain aspects. In yes. certain aspects. In certain aspects, Marvel does it better than DC. Like, I think Marvel has a way better connected universe yes. than DC does. And I think one of the big issues with, like, Justice League and the Flash movie or, like, Batman v Superman, all those kinds of movies that have that have been recently part of the DCEU, I think one of the big reasons they flop so much is because they're trying to be the MCU. Yeah. Well, like... There was never really an explanation on how they got together, you know, yeah. like Batman and Superman. Like, there's really no explanation on how that really happened. They don't ever flush that out because yeah. they're trying to build that connected universe. They're just like shove them in. We own both of them. Get them together. Exactly, and like you have to explore that, and and that's one thing I think Marvel did really. Yes, good. they they let you, they let they, you know. Yeah, they explored every character or most of the characters. With either one movie or a movie series, they explored these characters before they lumped them all together. And honestly, if you just watched the MCU without any prior knowledge, you wouldn't assume that they're all connected. Yeah. You wouldn't assume that. I mean, you might because you'll see common things or you'll hear a reference, but those are just Easter eggs. Well, and that's the thing, though. They, they do a good job of using certain characters in each movie to let you know that they are connected. They are in the MCU. You know, like like Nick Fury. Yeah. You know, like they use him as a good job of kind of getting everyone together. Because you can just see that like Nick Fury approaches all these different yes, characters. Yes, so you, you know, so wow, you know there's oh, something going on. Yeah, you know, okay, this this guy was in this other movie that I watched. This must be, they must be part of the same world. Mm-hmm. Sure, maybe they don't know each other yet, but they know this guy. They both know this guy. They're connected somehow. And that's one of the cool things that I think Infinity War did was because they brought all these characters who've never met each other and they showed that meeting. Like yeah. that one scene where I think the ga- the Guardians of the Galaxy meet um, the Avengers, I think it was. Yeah. And they all start fighting each other because they think each other are the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know that they're on the same side. So they start fighting each other and they're fighting each other. Then during the fight, they start talking a little bit more. And they're like, wait, wait, wait. You're not working for Thanos? And then at the same time, they're just kind of figuring all that out. And they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, well, maybe we're on the same side. Yeah, and they, they, throughout the course of the movie, you get to see them get closer as a team. They use a, they use a common enemy or they use a, a character as a catalyst between, you know, different... Like, yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy. You, you watch a Guardians of the Galaxy movie and then you watch an Avengers movie, like pre-Guardians of the Galaxy. You would never think that they're supposed to be together. You think this is some sort of alien movie, like, you know, that's outer space, you know, that's, it's like Star Wars. That has a better chance of being connected to Star Wars than it does, Yeah. you know, the Avengers. And they're both owned by Disney, so it's not impossible. You hearing that, Disney executives? <laughs> Let's bring Star Wars into the Marvel. Do it. MCU. 
But yeah, and so I mean that's the kind of thing that they like have going for them. Yeah, and that's what I think DC tried to fail is because they're like, well, the MCU is doing so well, maybe we can do that. Yeah, they rather than focusing on all the independent characters, rather than focusing on everybody and how they, what their characters are, what they think, what they feel, where they come from, how they get together, what things are. They just focused and just shoved everybody together and tried to get it to go forward. They got hungry. They got greedy. They were like, they can do it. Why can't we? They just never took the time to actually do it. And they just, they fail. And that's why they flopped. So that's why I think that they're going to have like just a leg up. And that's why I think Marvel also has a leg up over them. Which oh, is yeah. why they both yeah. have their things that they're good at and things they aren't. You know who I think we should learn more about? I forget his name. It, the guy Morgan Freeman played in The Dark Knight. Miss like Fox something or something Fox Lucius Fox Lucius Fox he's like basically what he does is he's like the um like tech guy for him basically like oh yeah yeah, yeah, he's in that big like white room right yeah and he like does all the tech for um, yeah like where he come from yeah why why is he just like so nonchalant he's just kind of there and he's like well Mr. Wayne and he never he never mentions that he knows that he's Batman. It's yeah. always implied that he knows. And he's like, "Oh, you need this for rock climbing? Yes, Lucian, I do need this for rock climbing. That's wonderful. I, I sure hope you can break a rock with this." And so it's just super cool to explore all that. And like that's something that needs to happen more. Is just exploring support. Yeah. Well, and 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 it gives everyone kind of a break from. The, the story. The the big budget, you know, movies, the story moving along. It gives everyone a break, gives them a chance to breathe, and then, you know, the next thing you know... They come back renewed and like, oh my god, I can do this now. Yes. It's not just, wow, I spent I spent a month binging every single MCU movie for this, now I'm gonna watch the mm-hmm. next one. It's like, oh, okay. Well, rather than binge them all, I can watch a couple and then watch a series... And then yeah. watch a couple more, and then it just gives, and plus it gives them time to like really work and flush out their next movie to make it even better. Yes, because then everybody's gonna be distracted talking about like Lucian or like Pennyworth or something. Yeah, you know, while it, they're it, making the next big. Budget it keeps movie. it keeps your audience entertained, and it keeps you on their mind without them being. I I I need this movie now. Let you know where is it? Hurry up. Because then, yeah. whenever a movie theater or whenever a movie studio announces that, oh, well, our next big movie is going to be four years away, people are like, oh my god, four years. Yeah. Then you'd be like, our next big movie is four years away, but next year we're making, we're working on this, uh, this, so far it's one season, but we're hoping to get like a second or third season of the show explaining, um, like some obscure character that yeah, people it, like. Yeah, again, it keeps your audience entertained. Or like happy it, from, yeah. from like fucking the Avengers. Yeah, it, it gives his character. It gives them something to hold on to while they're waiting. And then again, it just buys you more time to do whatever you're doing. And then you can really sit down and focus and make sure okay, this is really good. And it doesn't even have to be a big budget show. You yeah, can go no, with a lower it, budget yeah. show and just make it good, especially if it's a character that's human. Yeah. And doesn't have to like deal with like massive special effects and everything. Yeah, just a massive CGI budget. Exactly. You can just keep it a little bit lower on the budget. And then you can just focus on the fact that they're a human and yeah. they're a person. Rather than, like, you know, going crazy with, like, exploring aliens and shit. Oh, yeah. And before we end off this episode, I had I had one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Unless you have anything else to bring up. But, uh, what, 
what do you think about superheroes being so popular all of a sudden? Because it feels like they just sort of came out of nowhere, and now it feels like there's always another superhero movie coming out. It shouldn't just be Marvel and DC. Like, people just want other stuff. The only thing I worry about with, like, the whole superhero trend taking off a lot more and, like, more superhero shows being made, the only thing that worries me is that we're going to, like, oversaturate the market. Oh, yeah. Which is just really because i'm already starting to kind of get that like it seems like i'll go on netflix and i'll like want to watch something easy and then i just get hit with like jupiter's legacy or something and i'm like i don't want to watch another superhero movie i've already watched a bunch of marvel stuff i'm now doing i'm now working my way through the dc backlog and then i just watched the boys and invincible and watchmen like i don't want to go i don't want to do any more superhero stuff i just need a break like it yeah kind of worry about that like it's going to start bleeding in like we're gonna get so many things from netflix and amazon and stuff like that that it's gonna bleed in and start to affect the mcu and like dc stuff quite possibly i mean you know like like sure while we're waiting for the next big marvel movie we start binging you know the Netflix ones, exactly. Start, you know the Amazon ones. Then we, like you were saying, we get tired of it. Like, maybe okay, we. This is the third movie I've yeah, seen. This maybe is the third TV show yeah. I've maybe seen. we don't get excited for the next, you know, um, next origin story movie that comes out from Marvel. Yeah, and then it makes it kind of hard for us to like for Marvel to do that because then it's like, oh well, we don't have a lot of hype for this anymore because people are just kind of tired of superheroes. Yeah. So it ends up hurting them too. But I, I think definitely we're gonna see. Not soon, but relatively soon. That eventually, they're they're gonna stop making, you know, these big budget, um, you know, superhero movies because people are, you know, just superheroes aren't gonna be cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I mean, things change. Everything changes. You know, trends and whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm wearing Birkenstocks and I've got, I I cut these jeans myself to make them frayed at the bottom, so I could look cooler. These are 70 sunglasses that I bought from a estate sale. <laughs> you know? Like, th- things change. Like, you want to look a certain way because that's the cool thing. You want to watch a certain thing because that's the cool thing. Why? Like, half the people that got into, you know, Avengers that really weren't, like, you know, especially the kids that are a little bit younger than us, because we were watching it. I just hope they know when to stop. Yeah, like... like End on a high note. <sighs> Don't end on a low note. Well, and again, that's what worries me because you just had Endgame that, you know, it's that's, that, that's about as high as... If it... that would have been the ending, I would have been done. You can go forward with, like, stuff like when the Winter Soldier and, like, exploring like yeah. what happens afterwards. Kind of like how El Camino explores yes, what happens after, after Bra- Breaking yeah. Bad. It doesn't need to be said because we all know what happens. Yeah. But it was still nice to see that explored. Exactly. So do that. Yeah. Keep yourself relevant. And, well, and we... And we got... We got to see old characters that we liked. Yeah. You know, and we got to see what, you know, what's... Like, yeah, we, everyone had their own ideas, and sure, everyone probably knew it ended up something like that. But, you know, at least we got to see it. We got to see if we were right. We got to see, you know, maybe we were arguing with our friends. Oh, no, he's, he's dead. No, he's not dead. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, we got to see that, and I, I that that would be something cool that if Marvel would end on, on, on a, you know, a big note... And then start to give us more. And who knows? Start over, maybe. Come up with some with a new idea. Make like some original characters. Or something. Yeah, which I understand is gonna be. You know, Stanley is not around anymore. Rest in peace, my brother. But you know, 
yeah, and I, but I, but again, I, I think that's something they could do. And again, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. At least you're not, you're not just stagnating. Yeah, you're not spending billions on a big budget movie for it to just crash. Yeah, you know. So who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, and I don't know. I just hope that they like take that to heart and go forward with yeah. it. But, but they are a multi-billion-dollar company. They will never listen to oh, fuck no. the ones of the fans. They'll never listen to the fans oh, who God, like no. want to see the show thrive. Oh no, never. We can offer all the constructive criticism we want, but they're just gonna be like, ah, oh, nah. I've been. I ask- want money. I've been asking Rockstar to make Red Dead Online better for literally like two years now, and are they gonna listen to anyone? No. They never will. No. Have you been watching the new Fast and Furious movies? Because I stopped after seven. After Paul Walker died, I was like, I, fuck this, I'm done. I have a confession to make. I have. Oh, God. Carson. I know. It's a sickness. I have to delete this episode now. I don't, the reason they keep making them is because I keep going to see them. You're, you're a problem. I am the problem. Then again, think about it. Does boycotting really do anything? No. Doesn't do anything. No. So, either way, we're... We might as well watch it and just give in to the dark side. I may as well just pirate it and, you know, call it a day. Pirate it because then, yeah. Then we don't give them money. This is this is the on pod. If you leave this episode thinking one thing, think this. It is not morally, well, there are two things. One, it's not morally wrong to rob an insured bank because no one loses money except the big guys. Yep. And it's not wrong, it's not morally wrong to pirate a movie from a company that should have stopped making movies a long time ago. Oh, and I've got one more. And it's not wrong to hate the CW. It's the Christian thing to do. Exactly. It's the morally right thing to do. Do your country a service. If you like the CW and you stand them, well. There's no place for you at my dinner table. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> There's no, you'll, you'll never, you'll never be a guest on my podcast if you enjoy the CW. CW slander only. You can, you can like parts of the CW. I like some part. I like seasons of super of the flash i like seasons of the arrowverse shows i like this i like supernatural but you cannot like yeah, cw you Fuck cannot that. like the cw as a whole no period. they ruin Sorry. everything they 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 just, start off so strong and you're like finally maybe they got it right this time and then they and then just they let you down desecrate the body yes and they just do un, un unseeable things unthinkable things ungodly to acts upon your favorite shows all right well this has been on pod. I'm your host, just JD. Uh, if you want to hear more about me and what I'm up to, you can go to my website, justjd.net. If you want to, I also make music. I just released a new EP as of recording this episode, which is the 22nd. So it came out two 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 days ago. So maybe go listen to that. And you can find my music at just JD. And again, go to my website, justjd.net, for everything. And this was my guest, Karsten. Carson, not Karsten. I, I can I can today. be Karsten if you want me to. That's what I'm going to put in the description is Karsten. So, this is my guest Karsten. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um uh, I don't I'm not really doing much right now. Um I got a movie I'm writing, so I may need some actors later. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know. Hey, hey, one one day I'll bring you on to talk about your movie. Okay. Cuz that actually sounds pretty Oh, it's very good. All right. Well, this has been on pod. Uh, thank you for listening or whatever. Um, I don't know. This is the end of the podcast. Yeah, it's been real. Okay, I'm out.